Hello and welcome back. I am Mike Gabriel. This is Mike the Pod. I am glad to say we're starting to curve this thing. Virus. Is it a thing? We don't know. We're, we're finding out a lot more information and news about the virus, behind the virus. And I've never been one to really look into conspiracy. I've never been that guy. And part of me was because I didn't want to get locked up into it, right? I didn't really want to live my life into a conspiracy and things behind things. And so I know how powerful the government can be. And this one really woke me up. This virus woke me up because now we're locked in uh, in our homes and a lot of us can't do anything. And shutting down the world in 183 countries or whatever it's been, it's this is a serious pandemic. And this is something that, you know, is it is it a political virus? Is it something behind this virus that we're not aware of? So I wanted to bring on somebody that has done immense amount of research. And this guy is not only a you know conspiracy theorist, but he is also a two-time Stanley Cup champ who played in the National Hockey League for the Kings, the Ducks, and several other teams. His name is Dustin Penner. So he's done really incredible research on a lot of this stuff. And I'm going to try to find out as much as I can from him in terms of the stuff that he's done. So in terms of research. So let's do it. First off, do you mind me calling you a conspiracy theorist? Honestly, I don't know if that's offensive or not. That's our word. You don't get the reference, right? No, I don't care. I'm not offended by anything. I'm offended by stupidity. That's it. So throughout the day, how much research are you doing? Uh, I mean, to find research, that's kind of fluid terminology now. But since I went to use a quote from a movie, Full Retard, Tropic Thunder, if you need to look it up. But since I went to Full Retard, it is opened me up to a lot of more, a lot more avenues of people coming from Twitter, Instagram, you text messages, DMs, creating new, you know, friends because they don't have the platform that I do to get it out there. Because when I, when I say something, people are immediately trying to manipulate it and twist it and so they can, you know, get their own clicks. You know, it was evident, evident during my career where, you know, one, you know, writer, hack, whatever you want to call them, took me being open and honest about sitting down to eat pancakes before a game in my back. I mean, I could have sat down to, you know, read the newspaper in my back and it wouldn't have been pancake better. So, you know, people are constantly trying to make a name for themselves. That's what I find myself in that position. And I don't care because a lot of people still have that fear of being, you know, hung in the court of public opinion. I guess, I guess my research question was more intended on what's really happening out there. I, I don't know. I actually, I can only discern, right? Don't, uh, the difference between me and a lot of people is, A, I have way more free time than most and enough money that I don't have to work again. And I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I have three dogs. One's pretty annoying. The other two are fine. So I just have free time. And once you've watched all the TV shows and movies that you can stand, you know, the friends that were only there during the good times, you know, when you're putting any job belt you know, shed themselves from you. You end up spending a lot, a lot of time by yourself. So I'm like, well, let's really find out what happened here at 9-11. Oh, yeah, just like I thought back in 2001 when I was in college in the States in North Dakota. But I'd woken up three hours after the first plane hit because I was sleeping in. It does seem odd that three buildings fell. The first two, you know, nine hours before the third and all at free fall speed. And you go down that rabbit hole and it leads you to another rabbit hole. And you come, you know, out on top six years later with the whole you know, cue it on stuff, and you start seeing, once you've seen everything, and I haven't seen everything, but comparatively speaking, 
once you've seen and heard and researched everything, you can start drawing, you know, cross parallels, cross purposes from, you know, oh, that's how it is that movie. I remember seeing that as a kid in that cartoon. I remember that, you know, just doing all those connections. Like right now, I'm starting to watch Inferno again with Tom Hanks about a virus that kills half the population. I read this book eight years ago, maybe 10 years ago when I was married, Dan Brown's Inferno. I implore people to read it. It's the only book I ever read twice in a row back to back, but it's probably because I was on my honeymoon. <laughs> is it, uh, <laughs> is it, uh, is that because it, I guess it's looking into the future now with this virus? Yes. It, it, like it's uncanny and it's too often that you have those, those moments. It's like a, I tweeted on the 18th, the night before the 19th of, uh, April, and I tweet that sacrifice thing out, right? And I tweeted it on Instagram, whatever you want to call it. I posted it on Instagram that, you know, it's a sacrificial the next 13 days from April 19th to May 1st, or April showers, May flowers, you know, and it's the 13 days, which is an unlucky number if you're Italian, but lucky, no, it's lucky if you're Italian. We start drawing connections, like, well, that is where, you know, a lot of shit went down, Lake Como. And your mind just goes infinite possibilities if you allow it to be open. Anyways, sure enough, the, the shooting happens and, and the bus being hijacked in Dallas. 20 or 19 dead in each place, I think. Mm-hmm. First two reports from both places were 17 at some point. But how many coincidences have to happen before it's mathematically impossible? Were you looking into this after your playing career or, or some of your playing career? You, yeah. You, okay. So it was afterwards when you had all the time. Well, yeah. After I was done. But mm-hmm. it's very hard do it during because you're so regimented and told, you know, mm-hmm. when to shit and wind your watch. You know, you can't have that, you can have that, get on the plane there, get off the plane there, get in the room there, go to bed there. No one knows anything else other than hockey. So even if you, you know, fell into a wormhole on YouTube, you know, for an hour and a half, one night you come to the rig, go, hey, you guys hear about what to do with vaccines? Like, what's you get? So the real take on the virus, like, what, what's what's the real premise here? I think it's a flu virus. I mean, when it first came out, I through my research right away, I started getting stuff. I go, let's see if it's on the back of my Lysol disinfectant tray. Oh, sure as shit. Right there, mm-hmm. coronavirus, right? And you go, okay, that's weird. I was in, uh, obviously, it's been, it's been around for five, ten years, even longer, because coronavirus is the family, you know, food. And then they go COVID-19, and they call it corona. And you start seeing, like, well, Kobe Bryant had, uh, you know, Lake arrested Corona Delmar, the HCQ is made in Corona. You know, Kobe, if you translate the Hebrew in the back of the English, it's COVID. Like, so much, like, it just, you start seeing the lines, it just starts going like uh, the guy from Sunny, always Sunny in Philadelphia, or, you know, Russell Crowe in Beautiful Mind. And then you think back, well, in November, when we went to Saudi Arabia, me and my business partner to meet with the prince, the new prince, not the pedophile prince that they got out of but the new prince, uh, Birkin, I don't even want to attempt it. We were there for eight days. We came back, and uh, it wasn't until the virus hit in January where I told my uh, business partner, who's actually friend with Kobe, and was, rest in peace, I said, hey, if you get the virus, here's some things I already found that, you know, I know it seems like weird because there's essential oils on there, but better than dying, I assume. And he goes, we already had it. I go, really? You think so? He goes, yeah, don't you remember how sick we were for like two weeks when we got back? I go, Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hey, uh, I'll leave his name out, but we'll call him John. Go, John, what did our uh, employee die of 10 days later in his sleep? And he gasped. He goes, respiratory failure. So, And when was this? That's exactly. This was November. November. 
That's kind of supposedly when it started, right? That was like the start of it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were in Jeddah or Riyadh. Riyadh. Connecting in Riyadh to Jeddah. Jeddah. We were on one of their big Emirates planes, and there was 300 Asians with masks on coughing. And I just remember making a joke like, man, they take this cold seriously here. And then when we got back after eight days, the first thing we did is went to the office to met with our team to tell them about the trip. And then 10 days later, may you rest in peace. You died in a sleep and respiratory theater. I think that's a pretty good set of breadcrumbs. So do you think this virus was but, man-made? I, I think it was altered. I think they say evil can't create, it just co-ops. So I would assume this virus was around, and then they got their hands on it, whoever they is. I think they're a pretty good idea. I don't know where you sit. Yeah, I just, I, I'm very skeptical of a lot of things that I experienced early on in my life, like playing for NHL teams, and they go, hey, flu shot today. I'm like, I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. Why not? I'm like, why are you asking me why not? Right? I'm an adult making millions of dollars. You're going to tell me, you're going to make me feel like I need to take a, a flu shot? Because I, ha- I have to do a PSA about it? I'm not going to do that either. Yeah, talk about these flu shots. Like, uh, How much is Bill Gates involved in this in this virus? So I don't know what percentage he'd be involved, but it sounds like he's got a little, I think he's driving the boat mm-hmm. the way, you know, he's on TV and Microsoft commercials and, you know, he's got the ID chip that he wants to give everybody. And for the love of God, tell us he's got an app that and log in and figure out your health situation. It's called Babylon. Could it get more biblical? I'm just saying, I'm, what I'm saying is like, it's, it's hilarious, especially because I'm heterosexual, so I'll use women as an example. If I acted the way Bill Gates does to treat the rest of the pub, general public towards the girl I was dating, she would be divorcing me in the heartbeat. Oh, really? Oh, you just stepped down, huh? Like, it's... Like people give the government way more credit than they give people they're in a serious relationship with. I remember girls, girls I dated, like, who's that liking your Instagram page? Why'd she call on your this? That's my mom. You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievably right. ironic. So your fear is that in these vaccination shots, there's going to be chips in them, right? No, it's not my fear. I, it's not the, I don't have a fear. I'm just not going to take it. I'm, I don't trust anybody coming up to me, offering me something that I don't need that my grandparents, who all lived all four of them into their 90s, who only had three flu shots or whatever you want to call them, MMR shots, I don't believe that I need more than they had. I'm sorry. You're not going to convince me that I need 40 shots. My grandparents lived into their 90s smoking. I don't care what, what graph you want to throw up there, Bill Gates. My mother's a nurse. My father's a cop. I'm well-educated, maybe anecdotal, but I'm pretty well-educated in this matter. What if they mandate these shots? Well, hey, I'd rather I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling this is going to be like the new license. We're going to have to carry this card around and say, "I got I got the vaccine shot. I can now leave the state. I can now leave my home. I can now leave the country." Well, that, that's what they're trying to get us to believe. Yeah. The Q. How how close? I mean, you're you're pretty close on this Q thing, right? What exactly is it? What exactly? I don't know. It's, uh, it's military. I think I. Uh, I don't know who it is, but I know the actual anonymous people don't know who it is because I've been told as much. They they say that they're, they're, there's some high-profile people in Hollywood that are going to get exposed. This Does this have a connection to this virus with Hollywood and pedophilia? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. You'd have to use your powers of deduction, you know, like anyone else. You know, some people have uh, are more equipped with better powers to deduce what they can research and, you know, glean from watching, you know, TV and news and movies. And obviously, 
Weinstein, Epstein, Lolita Express, Clinton. Like you start if if you watch things like the esoteric agenda, there's there's tons of stuff out on the internet out there that people will say, oh, it's YouTube. Like you not see NBC and ABC and CBS on YouTube. Like the only difference is I don't have to watch stupid commercials. I can now, now skip. You know, it's people always want to attack the messenger, but let's see you attack the message. Just yeah. too bad without emotion. That's why. That's why I hate stupidity because that's what that is. It's just stupidity. You know, you, they're too lazy. People are too lazy. I get it now. In, in the last six weeks, I just post stuff out, right? And I sometimes I volunteer my opinion. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm just sharing because I want to see a reaction and see. And I get people that I'm like, oh, good, another person who's like open. And they go, hey, can you just sum up, sum up what's going on? I'm like, yeah, let me just take the last five years and wrap it into a tight little paragraph for you. Yeah. There's a lot to unfold. Um, I'll let you go, man. I'm gonna. I'll end it with some some hockey stuff, if you don't mind. Uh, do, do you miss playing? Yeah, sure. You miss playing the game? Yeah, I do miss playing it. Is it ever an exhausting feeling when you look back at your career? Comparatively to my life now, yeah. Yeah. You always wonder, like, how did I ever do it? But you just, it's. Uh, I don't know if you can compare anything in your own life, but I noticed that you know, and every player notices this is when you're when you get your engine revving with you know off-season training and, you know, preseason and then getting its regular season of playoffs. At any point during that time, if you take a day off the next day after, like, oh, God, I wish, you know, the nice that day off was. I wish we didn't take it because it feels like you're getting back after the first day of summer going, you have a good summer and it's, you know, game 52. So, as professional athletes, you're revving at a different level of your engine than, you know, and get a lot more respect for what I was able to do the further I get away from doing it because of how I feel now, but that probably has something to do with, you know, 30 years of playing hockey. When's the last time you laced them up? Was it just before uh, you retired? Yeah, I was in Washington. It was right on, well, they broke my neck so I retired. Do mm. you still watch? Uh, well, no, not lately. Yeah, I mean, prior to all this, were you still kind of on it or no? A little bit. Uh, your favorite teammate? Mm, favorite teammate? Probably Matt Green. Favorite city you played in? <sighs> this is tough. You know, I like, uh, Let's go with University of Maine. And that's an NHL oh, wow. team. I'll pick, nice. I'll pick Los Angeles. Yeah. I hear Matt Green is sneaky funny, huh? He's not, it's not really sneaky about his humor. It's just he doesn't allow a lot of people in. He's probably the funniest person I know. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, the teeth. You've lost how many teeth? Um, close to all of them, but I have, I have a good dentist. So how often do you go out? In, yeah. How often do you go out in public with all of your teeth? Like, is there times you just leave them out and freak people out? I don't have, I don't have, I haven't had all my teeth in the last six years, eight years, maybe. Okay. Uh, well, listen, man, one of my favorite moments was when you scored in that uh, double OT game. Uh, I think it was game five against the Coyotes. You send the Kings to the Stanley Cup, eventually winning the Cup for the first uh, first one in Kings history. So I thank you for that. And I, uh, I thank you for your time today, man. I really appreciate it. You bet. Take care. You know, I, I feel in that interview... I was touching areas uh, that that Dustin was kind of getting uncomfortable with, and I I do get it, and I that's that's my bad. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take this one because I guess maybe a lack of communication. You know, I don't think he really knew the reason why I wanted him on the show, and I sh- I probably should have told him that before. It was it was mostly about this virus and what's really going on and behind it, and and he's right. You know, he doesn't want to come out and say everything that he knows and all the research that he's done for the last you know few years you kind of have to do your own and and a lot of this for me is 
you know, there's dates on some of this stuff when things are going to supposedly happen and it's a wait and see game, right? So I think you have to go out and do your own research and, you know, if it's conspiracy or not, look, I think there's something behind this virus, uh, in my opinion, that there's there's more to it than just a virus. Is it a virus? Is it real? Yes. You know, it can get you, it can kill you, it has. But is it a little bit too blown out of proportion? Probably, yes. To shut the entire world down, you know, it's probably a little bit drastic. But, uh, you know, look, we're going to find out in the next 12 to 14 months, if not, you know, maybe the next six months or four months. Uh, things are going to start to open up again, which is great news. That's a really good thing. Speaking about great news, it's, it's product of the week time. Listen, we're all locked up in our homes. We're eating like crap. Our diets are terrible. I try to stay as fit as I possibly can. Between Monday and at least Thursday night, and Friday Friday afternoon, I'm I'm decently good, right? When the weekends hit, especially Sunday, oh my god, I had five more donuts this last Sunday, five donuts. I had three donuts back to back to back. I took a nap like a fat ass, and while I was napping, I was dreaming of having another donut. So I had not only one more donut, I had another donut. So I had five donuts in, in a, I don't know, an hour and a half or so, something like that. And then after a while, I was like, okay, this is, enough, this is enough, enough. But here's what I do. Now, I'm not telling you to do this every time you eat poorly, but I'm telling you this, you should take this about once a month. That's what I've been doing. So when I get really bad, it's this tea. It's a tea bag. It's all natural. It's vegetarian. It's caffeine-free, so you will sleep at night. It's from Dr. Natura. It's called Clara Tea, K-L-E-R-I-T-E-A. Now, when you take this, when I take this, it's usually Sunday night, once a month. Now, Monday rolls around. Now, if you've got meetings on Monday, good luck to you. You're going to wake up with cramps. And what those cramps are doing, it's taking all those Tonka toys out that you have swallowed way back in the day as a kid and releasing all of those toys and the Legos and the Tonka toys. You're going to see stuff in the toilet that you've never seen in the past. Now, you're going to do that about five times that day. In the morning, you're going to take two really big Tonka toy releases. And then after that, you're going to take another two or three more Tonka toy releases. Okay? This is going to clean you out. You're going to feel so good. And you're going to feel real slim. And, and I mean, it's like a, it's like a re- rejuvenation. It's like a reset on your body. It's making you feel a little bit better than what you felt in the past, especially the 24 hours that you had. And it's a must buy. It really is, man. This stuff is the best. Dr. Natura Clarity, K-L-E-R-I-T-E-A. I get it on Amazon. You can get it on their website as well. Dr. Natura. Just Google it. You'll find it. So clean your system out once in a while. I I think it's good for you. Look, you're going to get rid of, you know, some nutrients. You will. But don't do it all the time, because if you do it all the time, then it really won't take effect. Let me know how that goes, by the way. Don't send me pictures, but just let me know how it goes. This was Mike'd Up Pod. I am Mike Gabriel. There's 24 hours in a day, and you made me part of it. It means a lot. I hope you enjoyed the show. I want to thank Dustin Penner again for his time. Until next time, folks, no wasted days. Let's go. Let's go.